For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori DeSimone. I'm your host, Tori DeSimone. I hope you guys are having an amazing Monday. We are in the week of Christmas. Merry Christmas to those that celebrate. Um, I am so excited. Happy holidays to everyone out there listening. I am so excited. I live for Christmas. I love Christmas. And I can't believe how fast it's come up. Like, if it were me, I would have every day be Christmas. (laughs) I literally sound like Buddy the Elf. I want every day to be Christmas. No, I do. I really love the holiday season. I love the lights. I love the festivities. I love the family gatherings. I love the cozy vibe. I just love everything about the holidays. So before the holiday season leaves us because the next episode after this one is going to be the day after Christmas, V-SAD. Um, I wanted to get one final cozy holiday episode in. And I was thinking like what I wanted to do. I was like, maybe I'll talk about some old Christmas traditions me and my family do. Maybe I'll talk about, well, honestly, that was like the only idea I had, like Christmas traditions. But I'm like, I don't think people would want to hear me talk about my family's Christmas. Like that's beyond boring. So I wanted to talk about things I'm loving right now. And it's a cozy holiday edition of things I'm loving. So this could be products. It could be routines I'm doing in my life. It could be just things like it's literally just things I'm loving. If I'm going to be as frank as I can be, like the title sums it up. These are just things I'm loving, cozy and holiday edition. So that's, that's what we got going on today. Um, so I don't really have anything to talk about because I'm going to talk about everything in the episode. 
So I feel like we should just get right into it. And um, yeah, let's do that. Things I'm loving, cozy holiday edition. The first thing that I'm loving is my Kindle. I like obsessed. Always this time of year, I rediscover my Kindle. Here's how it works with me and my Kindle. It goes like this. I get very heavily invested in my Kindle in the wintertime and it's always kickstarted by this time of year just because it's cozy and I associate cozy with reading. Maybe it's like a childhood thing, but it's just how I associate reading. It's cozy vibes. So the cozier it gets, the more I want to read. Then spring comes around and I get very excited for the warm weather and I totally forget all indoor activities such as reading. I go for walks more outside. The warm weather hits. I'm like going to happy hours. I'm walking. I'm going down to the beach. Like I am just doing outdoor things. Then summer hits. I'm on the beach, back to beach reading. And then I read again. And then fall, same thing as the the spring. I get caught up in the weather. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to football games. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I forget about reading. And then the holidays come back around and I'm like, oh my God, Kindles are the best thing ever. Reading is the best thing ever. And I am just obsessed with my Kindle right now. My current routine when it comes to reading is because I'm doing Vlogmas, I will wake up, I will import my footage from the day before, which typically takes like 30 minutes. So in that 30 minute wait time in the morning is when I read. And it's awesome. Like I have 30 minutes every single day to read. I am just loving it. And it's so awesome. Um, I'm currently reading The Butcher by Jennifer Hillier, which is definitely a book that I would want to read in the morning and now before I go to sleep. <laughs> it's a little spooky, but I'm loving it. It's like about a serial killer and it's really good so far. Um, I'm like a little over a third of the way into it. So I'm excited to see how it plays out. The only thing is I'm definitely like a slower reader. So 30 minutes a day in the morning is not enough for me to read a book like in a week. I typically need like 10 days to read a book if I'm doing 30 minute intervals. I'm just kind of a slow reader. Um, so it just takes me a while this way. But whenever I have extra time, I will read my Kindle, put on the fireplace. Oh my God, it's like amazing. So I am obsessed with my Kindle. It would also be a really amazing gift to anyone that's a reader in your life. Um, it just makes a really, really great gift. I have the Kindle Paperwhite. And I love it. Um, no complaints, all good. Obsessed with my Kindle. I also just finished um, Once a Ho Once Upon a Holidays, something like that, in a holidays. And that was really cute, really, really cute. Um, it was kind of like cheesy, hallmarky, but in a book. Loved it nonetheless. It was really cute. So the first thing I'm loving is my Kindle. The next thing is my fireplace. Oh, I need to stop doing this. I just, I do it all the time without noticing, especially when I solo podcast, just because I don't know, my mouth gets dry, I guess. And it's also my way of, I don't know. I just, I just do it a lot. And I never noticed that I did it until fifth grade. Um, one of my, one of like the girls in my class, I'll never forget it. We were like walking in the hallway and she was like, you know, you do this a lot. And I was like, I do. <laughs> she was like, yeah. And it's really annoying. And I was like, oh, okay. So now I never forget it. And every single time I do it on a podcast and I hear myself doing it in my headphones, I always think of that interaction that I had with her in fifth grade. And I will just 
never forget it. So I'm really sorry now if I drew attention to it and I'm going to notice that the rest of the episode, you're probably going to want to kill me by the end of it. But I guess if this brings any comfort, it's just something that I've done my whole life. So if I don't do it, it feels foreign. Okay. Anyway, next thing that I love is my fireplace like obsessed. I had a fireplace growing up and we never really used it. I think it was originally like a wood burning fireplace. And then my parents switched it to a gas fireplace, I think. And then we started using our fireplace all the time. And then when I moved out, um, I had a fireplace in my condo, but I never put it on because it was a wood burning one. And I was always afraid that I would just burn my house down because you have to like open up something like at the top of your chimney and I was just afraid. So I never did it. Plus it is like, what am I supposed to go get firewood? Like I don't get it. So I never did it. And then I moved to my apartment after my condo did not have a fireplace. And I moved again to a townhouse and this townhouse has a gas fireplace. And when I moved here, Slash when I was looking at houses to either rent or buy, my mom kept saying like, you want a fireplace? Trust me, you're going to want a fireplace. And I was like, mom, I really like, I don't care about a fireplace. Like I've never prioritized it. I really don't care. Now that I have a fireplace, I completely understand why my mom was always saying that I needed to have a fireplace. Like to say I'm obsessed is an understatement. I, any chance I get, I'm putting on my fireplace. And I was worried about my gas bill. I'm like, how much is this going to cost me? Like, is my gas bill going to be like $500? Nope. It was literally $30 more than my apartment. And I had a one bedroom apartment. Now it's a three story townhouse. Like the way that I thought that this gas bill was going to like clean me dry. No, literally I'm, it's going to be on all the time now that I know it's only $30 more a month obsessed with my fireplace. I just had it on. I just turned it off to like come upstairs to record my podcast. I'm obsessed every single night. As soon as it gets dark, fireplace is on. It doesn't go off until I go up to bed. Like obsessed. If I could put a fireplace in every single room, I would. I would put one in my office so that as I record this podcast, I can be cozied up by the fire. If I could have it in my bedroom, oh my God, like that is the next goal to have a fireplace in my bedroom. That is the goal. If you do not have a fireplace, I recommend if you really want one to purchase a digital one. My parents just did this in their basement and they built like a little wall around it. You can see it in my vlogs that I post on Vlogmas, but my parents just did this and it's amazing. It's digital. So you don't even have to worry about gas and, um, you put it on and then you just get like the ambiance of it, but you can also put heat on with it. There's like a heater that is built in that it can come out with. And my mom bought it on sale. So it wasn't that expensive. So if you're in the market for a fireplace, look for a digital one. It's like the best thing ever. Um, yeah. And you can like build a wall around it. It's, it's like the best. I'm obsessed if you haven't gotten the memo. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that's where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. 
Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy to EMF management and circadian friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want a sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. What I love about Indeed is that whenever I'm looking for a candidate, I put it out on Indeed and instantly I get matched with exactly what I'm looking for. So I don't really have to waste time like scrolling through resumes or anything like that to make sure that they're what I'm looking for. Every resume that I do look for has exactly the qualifications that I need. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
next white lotus we need to talk about this okay so spoilers ahead if you are not caught up on white lotus season two and one and if you want to watch it without spoilers skip ahead because i'm probably going to give away spoilers but if you finished i just need to talk about it so first of all let's talk about the theme songs obsessed. Okay. I need to stop saying obsessed because this whole episode, it's me smacking my lips and saying obsessed, but like for real obsessed. I, what, so when I started, I started watching season one, like only a couple weeks ago, like right after thanks, I think it was on Thanksgiving night. I was like looking for shows and I'm like, I'm just going to start the white Lotus. I've heard a lot about it and it's not at all what I thought it was. What I thought the white Lotus was, was like all these people that just come on vacation and then they're stuck there. That's just not what the show is. Like the show is like, it just follows these people on vacation and it's honestly kind of a whole lot of nothing, but at the same time, you're so drawn in and you can't stop watching. So at first I did not understand the music in like season one. I was like, this is so weird. Like the music just makes me feel weird. Then I was putting up my Christmas tree and then, um, it got to episode six of season one and I was, I'm putting up the tree and the, the theme song's on and I'm just dancing along with it. I'm like, like going crazy to this theme song. I'm like, this is the best thing that's, that's ever blessed my ears. Like I'm obsessed. Literally Tori, shut up with saying obsessed. But like I am, like I cannot get enough of it. So the theme song is just everything. And then season two, when I went into season two, I was so excited to hear the theme song again. Ooh, like so excited. And then it's different. It's a different theme song. It still hits, but not as hard. Okay, it's good, but season one theme song was better and the music was better. Like when the manager in season one's just like walking through the halls, prancing around, like and the music's there, I'm like, oh, some shit is about to go down. In season two, I wasn't getting that as much with the music and the music is so, it's like euphoria. Like, I mean, it makes sense because they're both HBO shows, but the music of euphoria is so much of the storyline. Like it's already a character of its own. And I felt the same way with the music of season one. Like it was its own character. Like the music made the show season two. I'm not getting the same effect. It's definitely not as prominent in the story, but it's still there. And I still very much so enjoy it, but it really was like the main character in season one was the music. Anyway, obsessed with the theme song. Seriously. I need to think of a new word in love with the theme song and very into it for both seasons, but I preferred one. Anyway, moving on. I must have like not been paying attention because watching the White Lotus season two in real time versus in season one, I just binged it. Um, Watching season two in real time has been really cool because I didn't know this while watching season one, but it's a very theory oriented show. Like you watch it and then you go on TikTok or Reddit and you read what the theories are that people have to say about the characters, who's going to die, this, that. And there are so many hidden clues and messages in the show that I have completely missed. And then I go on TikTok and I'm like, oh my God. Like at the end of season two, episode six, I was like, I feel like nothing happened 
this episode. And then I went on TikTok and they're like, the picture, the this, the that, all these things. I'm like, oh my God, I, I missed the whole plot of the show. So there's a lot that I miss that I'm thankful for like TikTok and Reddit to break down these theories. But it was, I'm just very into The White Lotus and I'm just sad that season two just ended. And I'm so sad that Tanya, spoiler, died. I'm so sad. Um, I think The White Lotus was what we all needed to remember that Jennifer Coolidge is the best woman to ever walk this earth. Like we need to not forget that and we must protect her at all costs. And the thing is like she is Tanya in real life, right? Like that's just her, I would imagine. Rich with an assistant. I would imagine, however, that she's nicer to her assistant in real life. But like we we all agree that that's her, like this fabulous woman that's just rich, right? That's what we all think of her as. I mean, that's at least how I think of her. So for her to die by like giving herself this pep talk, like you've got this. And then she slips and falls though. She deserves so much more, especially because in season one, she was like spreading her mother's ashes. She was doing good for people. She wanted to open up that wellness spa. Like she was going to do good in this world just for her to die. It's so unjustified and not what she deserved. I'm so upset by it, but I just, I love her and that show just really like reminded me how much I love Jennifer Coolidge and she is just so awesome and I really hope that there's a season three because what I'm most mad about is that Greg won, like the the plan won, like it worked, you know what I mean? Like she died, so does that mean he gets the money? Like that's what I'm most mad about, that his plan worked. That's so annoying. So I'm beyond glad that Portia lived because I really like Portia. Um, People on like Instagram were calling her like the Emma Chamberlain of White Lotus, which was so funny. But I just feel like she's so normal, like really, really great casting on the White Lotus's part because she looks normal. She feels normal. Like she really just feels like a regular girl that was casted off the street. Gives me like Fez vibes. And I just really love her character. I loved everyone. I felt like everyone was the perfect casting for their character. And I feel like they're all like that in real life. Like Daphne was very it girl on the show. And I feel like she's very it girl in real life. And plus, based on all the interviews I saw, everyone was like, she's like so it girl. So I just, I really love the entire show. I love the entire cast. And I just, I love the show. And I can't wait for a season three. If there is a season three, I hope so. So anyway, if you're looking for a show to watch, The White Lotus is a good one. Um, I'd say it's like, pretty family oriented like you could watch with your family there are like some like scenes in it that like I wouldn't want to watch with my parents but anyway I really like the White Lotus and it's just a good show to watch and I feel like during the holidays I always like to watch shows at night and with my fireplace on of course and it's just like a good cozy show love it and the music goes so hard with that, I also started Yellowstone. So I'm on season three. And the only thing I really want to say about Yellowstone is that I was late to the party. I'm glad I arrived now and I love it. And the way that Rip is my whole entire world, like just he is everything to me. If you need anything, you call Rip. Like, do you have someone in your life that no matter what it is, you can call them and they're like, y'all take care of it. That's Rip. Like, I feel like my mom could take care of a lot of stuff, but there's some things like hiding a dead body that my mom wouldn't know what to do, but Rip would. Like Rip is, he's just everything. 
everything. So that's what I have to say about Yellowstone. If you're looking for a good show, I'm sure you all know this, but Yellowstone is really good. Next on my list are cappuccinos and specifically cappuccinos from my K Cafe Keurig machine. This sounds like an ad. It's not. So I ordered a Breville Barista Touch about this time last year and it was delivered in time for the holidays and I was loving it. Like I felt like such a barista and I was posting everywhere my cappuccinos. You know, I was pulling my shots and I was steaming my milk and I was flavoring it and like I was doing the works like I was doing what a barista was supposed to be doing and I was doing it at home better than everyone and no I'm just kidding but like that's how I felt like I literally was like I'm such a barista using my barista pro then the nuance of the machine started to wear off on me a little bit and then I realized like my espresso shots aren't really looking the way that I think they should be So I start going on Reddit, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Google, settings for Barista Pro for a double shot. The way that these settings are so gatekept, no one will say their settings for this machine. I've looked everywhere. No one's like, grind size 12, pull for this long, do this, do that. No, instead they're like, you have to find the right setting for your bean. 18 grams of beans grinded to 36 grams. I guess it would still be 18, grinded to 18 grams, then pulled at 36 grams in your espresso shot and just figure it out. You're going to have to go through a bag of beans to figure it out. It's going to take you two hours, but good luck. And then once you know your settings, when you get a new bag of beans, you're going to have to do that all over again. So in the end, I was just left with shots of espresso that were too watery or too little or too this or too that and never right. And then you have to clean the machine and it's, it's this whole thing. Like it's a, it's a whole ass hobby to have this coffee machine. And then I started resenting my cappuccinos because I felt like I just wasn't making them right. So I was like, you know what? F this. I need an easier user-friendly day to day machine. So that's when I got the K cafe, which is a Keurig machine. And you can make like single cups of coffee, or you could also make lattes and cappuccinos that are hot or iced. And you essentially just put in a K-cup and then pull shots from the K-cup. So it's definitely easier. It's definitely not authentic espresso. Let's be real. I'm not ignorant to that, but it's so much easier. I can steam milk And I can also have it iced and I can make a single cup of coffee and I got it at Target for $200. So it's definitely more affordable than the Breville because the Breville at the time when I bought it was like $900 and um, this one was $200. So it's definitely more affordable and it's so user-friendly. It's so user-friendly. The only thing that I'm like running into that's kind of annoying is that K-cups are expensive And if I'm doing, if I'm using like only a single shot from a K-cup, I'm going to run through those bad boys like really quick. Yesterday I tried making two drinks from one K-cup and it was just simply not good. Um, It was like bean water. It wasn't even like coffee. It was like gross. So that's an issue. But you know what I do have? I have the reusable K-cups. So I think I'm just going to buy bags of beans and fill that. And just pull shots from that because that's going to be cheaper than K-Cups. So, um, and I have the 
the reusable ones already. And I think if, if you are interested in that, I think they're only like $10 or something on Instagram. They're pretty cheap on Instagram, Amazon. They're pretty cheap. Um, and then I'll just buy bags of beans and then I could use like my Chamberlain coffee bag, like beans. That'd be so much better than like, I don't even know what I'm using right now. Like Target brand or something. Wegmans brand. I don't even know what I'm using. So I'd rather do that. So I think I'm going to start that. But anyway, I'm absolutely obsessed with cappuccinos and lattes right now. It's just ultimate cozy vibes. And this Friday, my goal is to go to a coffee shop and get a cappuccino and read a book from my Kindle. That's my goal for Friday. It's not a fun goal. I know. I like it too. Okay. So that's one of my favorites. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. My next favorite is a brisk morning walk. I love it. Like, and I can't believe I'm saying that. If you bundle up properly and have gloves on, that's that's the ticket. If my hands are cold or my feet, I will be miserable and I will complain about it every single second. But if my hands and feet are warm, I'm okay. Like the briskness feels good on my face. Also, Andrew Huberman is very adamant that the best and most optimal morning routine is when you wake up and get morning sunlight to avoid an afternoon crash. And when I lived in my apartment, I was I lived on like a, a very busy main street. So I wasn't able to just walk outside of my apartment and go for like a walk. And sitting in the cold was not something I wanted to go do just to get morning sunlight. So to go sit on my balcony was not really it. But now where I live, which is suburbia and it's amazing. Now I can like walk on the sidewalks and like go for like a 20 minute loop that I have. And it's awesome. It's such a great way to start my day. It's only 20 minutes and it's brisk. It feels good. And I think Andrew Huberman had some like he was right. Obviously, he was right. He was a scientist and it's backed by science. But I was like, no, it can't really help that much. It really does. Like I definitely avoid the afternoon crash when I get morning sunlight. And doing a 20-minute loop will get my needs for morning sunlight, whether it's sunny out or overcast. Because he says if it's sunny out, you only need like five minutes. But if it's overcast, you need about 20. So my 20-minute walk satisfies all the needs, not dependent on the weather. I guess that would be independent of the weather. So yeah, it's really awesome and I feel great. And the briskness in the morning 
just feels so good on my face. And I can't believe I'm saying that because I love warmth. Like I could live in a sauna, but it just feels really nice. So if you're thinking about going for walks in the morning, but it's cold out, just try it for two days. And then by the third day, you'll be hooked. The next thing on my list is lime water. This is Lime, this is water extracted from lime. I'm just kidding. So lime water is water with lime in it. Uh, shocking. Um, just a little bit of lime juice. I currently use the Santa Cruz lime juice and I think it's like better than any other lime juice I've ever used. I can't get enough of it. Like maybe it's going to mess up the enamel on my teeth because I'm drinking so much of it, but I am just obsessed with lime water right now. When my water does not have lime, I feel like I'm drinking a whole lot of nothing. But when my water has lime in it, I drink so much more of it. And every single time I drink my water, I'm like, wow, this is so good. Um, I'm drinking it in a Stanley cup, which is also, I think, a game changer when it comes to drinking liquids. I just love drinking out of it. And I hate that I'm like so basic being like, yeah, I drink from my Stanley cup. But like, there's a reason (laughs) these cups are like so popular. Like they really are great. So I just really am into lime water right now. And if you guys are watching my vlogmas, you know that, but it's something that I just had to mention. If I'm talking about things I'm loving, I'm most definitely loving lime water. Another thing I'm loving are sugar cookies, but the sugar cookies with the faces and like the pictures on them that are technically available all year round, but I only get them during this time of year. So my favorites are the Buddy the Elf ones. Um, I also like the reindeer and the snowmen. Those are my favorite. And I think they're by Pillsbury. You can just get them like anywhere. Target, like I feel like all grocery stores have them. Walmart, you can get them anywhere. They are so good. I don't know what they put in those cookies, but I'm addicted to them. They are so good. And I feel like every single night after I have dinner, I'm like, it's time for cookies and I just pop them in and they're ready in 10 minutes. They're the best. So I really, really love the sugar cookies and I eat them every single night. And, um, I'm honestly excited for the holidays to be over so I can stop buying these sugar cookies because they are getting expensive. It's like an extra like $12 a week that I'm adding onto my grocery bill just so I can get these sugar cookies because I get like four packs of them and they're gone every single week. But they really are so good. Like tonight, my best friend Lindsay's coming over for dinner. I'm making us um, dinner and I'm going to have like sugar cookies for us afterwards. And I'm just so excited. They're so good. So I'm just really, really loving the sugar cookies. Another thing I'm loving right now is just hanging out with my family. I know this is cliche. It's the holidays. You're supposed to say this, but I really am. Like, I just feel like I'm so excited to always hang out with them. Like my parents especially have really become like my best friends. And it's funny as you grow older, the bond that you get with your parents just becomes so real. And it, I mean, not for everyone, but I'm very lucky that for me, my bond with my parents has really transformed into like a best friend kind of role and we talk about all things and we have like so much fun together so I love going over to my parents house like on Sundays to watch the Eagles game and just get lunch with my mom and just hang out like we just it's so much fun I just love hanging out with family Um, but also my grandma's coming into town this week so I'm so excited to see her 
And I, I just love hanging out with family and just spending whatever I can with my family. It's just really fun. And now that like I live closer to my parents again, um, I'm just like really hanging out with them all the time. So if you have any time this holiday season to hang out with your family, I definitely recommend doing it as much as you can. And it's just the best. I just love doing it. So I'm just loving hanging out with my family. Okay, next I got a long trench coat and I'm loving it. I also got a scarf. I've been seeing a lot of girls wear like long trench coats and scarves. And I was like, I literally just had a black trench coat that I got rid of. And I had a scarf, but I feel like people don't wear scarves anymore. So I don't, I don't even know where the scarf is right now. So the other day I bought a different trench coat. It's like camel colored and I love it. And then I bought a like nudie um, scarf and I love it. Like this big nude scarf. It's like awesome. And I just love them. Like why did I not get a scarf so long ago and like a long trench coat so long ago? I love the both of them. I feel so sophisticated. I went to brunch the other day and um, I was like, I loved my outfit. And then my boyfriend was like, you look so professional. I'm like, literally don't tell me that. Like, tell me I look cute or tell me I look good. Like not professional. It's a Sunday. I'm going to brunch. I don't want to look like professional, please. It's just the peacoat and the scarf. Also, is it a peacoat or a trench coat? Because I wrote down peacoat, but I've been saying trench coat. Cause I feel like if I said peacoat, you guys would like roast me. So I have been saying trench coat, but I wrote down peacoat anyway. I am just loving the both of them and I feel so put together and so mature and so like 24, you know, I just feel good wearing them. So I really love them and it just throws any outfit together. Like right now I'm just wearing like, um, like a cropped sweater kind of thing, like a quarter zip sweater. Yeah. That's what this is called with leggings and socks. But if I put on my trench coat slash peacoat and a scarf, game over. Like it looks like I spent hours on my outfit, but I didn't. I'm just obsessed. Love it. Can't recommend it enough. Great gift, by the way. Next are candles. This kind of goes along with a fireplace. Something about a fire, but now just make it mini and scented. I'm sold. So I'm actually like, as I'm recording this, I'm looking at a candle that I got from Target. It's called Fireside Flannel. If this is available in your Target, you need to immediately go get it. It's so good. It's the perfect holiday candle to where it smells like gatherings at a Christmas party. So you get like a holiday scent, but it also smells like perfume. So it's like what I would imagine the guests at holiday parties smell like. And it's just really, really good. It just smells awesome. So I really love that, but I I don't discriminate. I love any holiday candle. I love any candle period, but specifically holiday candles. But you know what? I do get confused after the holidays. What scent do we burn until spring? You know, like, is it vanilla? Let me know. Like, what do we burn after the holidays? Cause I'm not going to burn like a pine scented candle in like in January or February or March. I'm just not going to do that. So what do I do? But anyway, for the time being loving candles, loving them. They are amazing. They really set the vibe. And I just love when people walk into my house and they're like, it smells so good in here. Like, thank you so much. Like that is my love language. Thank you. I am loving eye patches and like eye masks for underneath my eyes. Specifically, the Peter Thomas Roth ones are 
the best. They are so moisturizing and so cooling and so depuffing for under your eyes, but it's also such a way to feel luxurious in the morning. Like I wake up, I put on my eye masks, I go import my Vlogmas footage, I go back in my room, I read on my Kindle, I come in, edit Vlogmas, upload it, take off the masks, I'm a whole new person. I love them. They also make really great stocking stuffers. Now listen, they are pricey, but it took me like a while to kind of go through them. They are so good and you get a lot in there. I was looking for cheaper alternatives and the cheaper alternatives are like they're $55 these eye masks, but then for the cheaper alternatives, they're like $12 for like four pairs. And this one, I think you get like 30 or 45 or 50 pairs or something like that. So it's a pretty good value and I really like it. It actually works and it's just amazing. So moisturizing eye masks for the holiday time and the winter time, so luxurious. They also feel really, really good in the summer, but this time of year, like waking up and putting on your slippers and then putting on your eye masks. Oh, talk about luxury. Next is clear self tanners. I realized the other week, I was like waking up, looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, man, I just really don't look good today. And then I went to bed next morning, woke up, man, I really don't look good today. Went to bed, woke up the next morning. I really don't look good. And I realized after three days of thinking like this, it's because I'm pale. So lately I've been using the Coastal Glow Clear Self Tan and it goes on clear and then it develops to color, but it doesn't transform your clothes, bed sheets. It doesn't have too bad of a scent and I find that it stays really well. Like it doesn't really sweat off or anything. It's, it's a really good self tanner. I love it. And then as soon as I put it on, I woke up the next morning and I was like, this is right. Like now I feel like myself again. And all I realized was I was just pale. So self tanner always just makes me feel better about myself. And I know I'm not alone in that. Like I know the girls get it. So I appreciate the girls for getting it, but I really do just feel so much better in my clear self tanner that develops with color. Um, but yeah, I'm just loving self tanner. And if you guys are looking for a good one, coastal glow, and I've never heard of them before, but I just got a PR package. Like it showed up at my house and I'm like, cool. All right, I'll take it. So I'm really glad that that worked out because now I got these awesome clear self tanners and I love it. And I just like love being tan. And then for my face, I use um, the Tan Lux facial drops. Honestly, you couldn't be tan all year round. I think it's just managing your expectations that it just takes more work to be tan in the winter time. But then again, like, not even because you only have to tan your upper body. Like you don't even have to tan your legs. No one's going to see your legs. If your legs are out, you're wearing tights. You know what I mean? No one's going to see your legs. So you just have to tan your arms and your stomach and your chest and your face. And that's it. And your neck and your back. That's half your body. That's easy. We can manage that. I feel like this kind of goes without saying. So I'm going to group them together, but I'm loving just the holiday tings, such as light shows, Christmas movies, and Christmas books. I'm trying to go to as many light shows as possible, see as many houses as possible, just do everything that I am obsessed with. Oh my God, you guys, I Instacarted my groceries and I put on there the Pillsbury cookie dough snowman. 
and I just got a message. Unfortunately, I couldn't find the Pillsbury cookie dough sugar snowman. Is there a placement photo that you would like? Okay, hang on. Let me answer this. This is important. Crisis averted. But yeah, I'm just loving all the things that you can do that are festive. Going to as many light shows as possible, going to as many houses that like light up as possible, driving around looking at Christmas lights, watching as many Christmas movies as I can, watching Hallmark movies, just like really embracing the Christmas season with all the basic things to do because it's fun. You know, what's like the holidays are here. We may as well enjoy them as they are and while we can. I just love them. Love them. And I'm just going to do all the holiday things because you can only do it four weeks a year. So like I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? I'm going to do it. Another thing that I'm loving is hosting people for the holidays. I am having so much fun hosting people. I never hosted in my condo. I never hosted really in my apartment. So now that I have this townhouse, I am hosting and loving it. I hosted my family for Thanksgiving. I'm hosting my stride sea isle girls over this upcoming friday for a holiday party and then i'm hosting my stride phoenixville staff over in january for our holiday party and i am very excited i'm just loving it i'm having so much fun and it's really fun to entertain and to host and to just have people in my home i am loving throwing these little get-togethers. So I'm, I'm just having a blast and cooking with them, making little hors d'oeuvres and drinks, and I'm just having so much fun. It's also an excuse to keep my house clean, which is a really nice feeling to always have like a tidy, clean house. So being able to just host people is a dream come true, and I'm really just loving it. Another thing that I'm loving is having my Christmas tree on all the time. It makes me want to put lights up in my house that I can just have on because when the tree is off versus when the tree is on, my mood instantly is better when the tree is on. Like my house automatically feels cozier. The corner that the tree is in is brought to life. I just love it. Like if I could have a tree up 24 seven, I would, but then I don't think it'd be as special, but like, I feel like I need something once the tree is gone to replace the ambiance that the tree creates. I just am so obsessed. It's just everything. I just love it. Love it, love it, love it. So if you guys have any ideas like what I could do, let me know. I have like a bookshelf that is going to go in the nook that the tree is in. So maybe I could just like line the bookshelf with some lights and have that go on for the rest of the winter time and then take it down like in the summer and then put it back up around the holiday time next year. But just something to keep like this very cozy ambiance vibe going. I just, I think that's what it is. It's the coziness of the tree lighting that it provides that I really love. The next thing I'm loving is Vlogmas. I am having so much fun doing Vlogmas. It's been very easy for me. I have not felt burnt out or overwhelmed Yet, it might come, it might not, but for me, it's been easy. The way I thought that this was going to be very hard was not, like I really thought this was going to be very difficult, very hard, very overwhelming, and I end up feeling very burnt out. I have yet to feel like that. I mean, when I'm recording this, it's Vlogmas Day 14, so I've been doing it for 14 days in a row. So for me, it just feels very much so like a habit and I'm in a good routine of it. I'm in a good editing style. I just feel really good about where I'm at. But that doesn't mean that 
you know, I might hit a wall soon, but right now I'm feeling great and I'm loving it. And I want to like keep doing it. You know, I feel like it's going to be weird to not vlog every day and like show what I'm doing every day. I thought it was going to feel weird in the beginning. And like it still does because I feel like a washed up YouTuber most days. And it's like, what are, what are you doing doing this? But I'm just having a lot of fun. And that's really like the the basis of it is that I'm just enjoying what, what I'm doing. And I'm enjoying putting these vlogs out there. And I would like to keep it going. And I just want to keep doing it. I just I'm having so much fun. So my Vlogmas goes up every day on my YouTube channel, which is um, ToriDeSimoneYouTube.com slash ToriDeSimone if you guys want to watch them. And they're just really fun. People say it feels like a FaceTime call, which is so nice and like everything that I could want. And I also don't live like a typical influencer life. So it's not like I'm like going on brand trips and like doing all these cool like influencer things. I'm just like literally like living my life <laughs> and recording it. So it's pretty normal stuff. It's nothing like groundbreaking. It's pretty mundane day to day like you guys see that like all my Tuesdays are the same all my Mondays are the same because I schedule my weeks and structure them like similarly so you definitely can see that and it's not like I'm doing like something crazy holiday every single day but I'm trying my best to you know just show my life and like like I said earlier I'm trying to do all holiday things I only have four weeks to do it so I'm trying to do it all so that's obviously captured in vlogmas but I'm just having a lot of fun doing it and I love it. So it's on my YouTube channel if you guys want to watch it. And I have one more thing that I'm loving and it's funny, but this thing that I'm loving is my last thing and it's marry me chicken. The way I love marry me chicken. If you don't know what marry me chicken is, it's a chicken recipe that supposedly you make and it's so good that your significant other will want to marry you. Now that has not been the case for me, but it is really good. And I do want to marry the chicken. Um, it's just this amazing, creamy, sun-dried tomato, cheesy Parmesan cheese sauce marinated in chicken. And it's so good. And the chicken is like breaded and it's so amazing. And tonight what I'm actually doing is I'm going to make it with, um, I'm going to make it like a pasta sauce. So I'm going to chop the chicken up into smaller bites and then cook it that way and then kind of like toss it in the sauce and make penne with it and then use like pasta water to kind of like creamy up the sauce a little bit and make it more like saucy. So I'm going to do that like marry me chicken penne tonight and I'm really excited for that. So if you're looking for a good recipe that everyone is going to enjoy that's like cozy for the holidays or just winter anytime, marry me chicken really good. You can make it on the stove or in the oven and it's just so good. I recommend it to everyone. I'm really loving it. So guys, those are the things that I'm loving my cozy holiday edition. I hope you guys enjoyed this. It was a little bit of everything. So if you guys have things that you love, I would love to hear about it. Next week, we are diving deep back into resolutions and getting your mind right for the new year. It is the start of new year time after this week resolutions are coming up. So enjoy this week, get in all the holiday things while you can. And next week we are getting ready to go retrospect and go deep. So guys, thank you so much. Have a wonderful weekend or not weekend week. Happy manifest Monday. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye guys. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. 
You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts.